Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ramble. Hey everyone, it is your co-host Alicia Marie and Remy Cruz, and you're listening to your favorite podcast. Pretty Basic. Hey guys. Hi. What is up? Welcome back to Pretty Basic. I'm actually really excited to be in the studio recording for you guys. Actually, I'm not going to lie. Every single Wednesday, I get so excited because, you know, I wake up, check my phone, and seeing everyone saying that they're listening to the new episode every Wednesday, like, gets me literally so pumped and excited. So high. For whatever reason, I forget. That is what that is when that's I know how it's I know Wednesday. it's Wednesday. Me too. Wait, I have to read you the funniest text. So I woke up yesterday and I had a text and it's from my friend Shannon. Shout out Shannon. You know Shannon, Kaylee's friend. Oh my god, yeah. So she texted me and I didn't realize like what time it was, obviously. But she said, OMG, I just listened to the podcast and I literally gasped. I can't believe that you got to go on the freaking set for Mulan. That's so cool. So then I replied back, thank you. It was so <laughs> insane. And Mulan was so nice. And then like five hours later, she replied back and I didn't realize she had texted me at 7.58 a.m. originally, and she texted me back, I now realize how crazy that text sounded that I finished listening to the podcast before 8 a.m. I didn't even think about that fact. Love you so much. Oh, my God, that's so funny, because <laughs> it comes out 6 a.m. for us, right? I think it's 3 a.m. for 3 us. 3 a.m. for us, 6 a.m. New York, like, East Coast. But she's a good listener. She had it listened to by 7.58 a.m. Honestly, no, I wouldn't have even questioned it, because I just think of, like, morning commutes or anything like does, that, yeah. but I, I, I can so... I love, would overthink it too and be like, love oh my God, fans. I'm not like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a fan, but I'm not like a crazy fan. I love it. I think it's great. Oh my God. Shout out Shannon. Um, <laughs> how was your week? <laughs> I had a really rough week. I cried the past two nights. I've been crying myself to sleep. You it's know what's fine. You know how you always post those memes of like you crying? Mm-hmm. I feel like lately my like REM radar has been going off because I'm like, I know those aren't old photos that she's reposting. (laughs) (laughs) I know those are like in the moment photos. What's so funny is people like ask me all the time because my like thing I like to do is whenever I'm crying, I I think in my head while I'm midst breakdown, content, baby, content. And I'm like, I'm sad now, but this is going to make for a hilarious picture later. So while I'm mid crying, I will take a photo. And usually it's, it's not like when I'm like snotting, like really like in the mid of it it's like towards the end when I'm like feeling better now um but yeah I've been crying a lot just because I feel like this week has been really stressful and I think my birth control makes me a psycho crazy bitch so I've been crying about it's like not nothing big it's like little things that just have been building up and then I just have been like really emotional I mean, I feel that in many. I feel like you have a lot of good reasons, though. To Thank you. Really Thank out, you. you know? That's what Brad said, too. He was like, you're going through something very stressful right now. And I was like, 
you're right, I am. I feel like moving is, you know, a huge um, stressor in general. So yeah. you should be, you know, Thank using you. yourself for that. I think it's like, I have not only one apartment to move, but two apartments while still not even knowing if I'm able to move yet. I'm still waiting to like sign. Oh. Obviously, like you can't like celebrate finally moving, whether it's an apartment or a house or whatever it may be until you like have this like physical keys in your hand. Yeah. And so for me, I've been so stressed because it's like I'm packing up everything with and making content and everything with the idea of moving. And then I'll also think like, oh my God, but what if I don't get head, it? And then if... I'm like homeless because I'm... No, I, you are you ha- kidding? But you can move in with me. <laughs> you can take my whole closet. Also, that's some, that's some real content, baby content, you know? Oh so, my God. Oh my God, don't even worry. It'll be so fine. But it's so I'll stressful. move to a hotel like Sierra. There you go. <gasps> I'll be like Eloise the Plaza. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun. See, worst case, I'm it okay. would be fine. It would be so fine. This is such a random fact, but I remember when we moved to our house, Chloe had a hard time adjusting <gasps> because it was literally like compared to our apartment, a like huge freaking mansion to her because yeah. she's like this tiny dog, right? <laughs> and she was kind of like depressed a little bit. We weren't sure what to do. And then I read this article that said to put butter on your pet's paws. Because they only lick their paws when they feel safe, because that's them like cleaning themselves, right? So the butter makes them lick it, so they like subconsciously feel safe because they're doing that. So you should do that for Marmar. Wait, that's so cute. Yeah, and she did it. Yeah, she of course because she's like, but like it. I swear it kind of helped. It could literally just be in my head, but no, I believe um, it. I believe anything I read about dogs. (laughs) Yeah, you should look up like because it's a big, it's a big thing. Oh my god, that's so cute. I I keep thinking like she's gonna be having a field day because she has so much room. Yeah, and then I think if we got there and then she was not comfortable I'd just break down again you're like no <laughs> no yeah it took low, like I would say a few weeks honestly <sighs> it was just really big she didn't know like her spot yeah like, you know well, now she loves it now she knows her spot like now we took we took her a few times before we fully moved in so she like walked around the house while it was empty like when we went to sign papers or stuff so oh. she tried to do it too just so she gets like used to the you know what I mean that's so smart I and didn't then, think about yeah, that yeah, at yeah. all if you can <laughs> Okay, perfect. Good note. How about you? How was your week? This week has been good. It's been productive. I feel like I've finally found like my weekly schedule. It's literally taking me so long. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of like moved a few things around. That's good. Um, yeah, no, it's been, which is like always my biggest struggle. I'm really not into astrology much, I swear, but literally, um, Sierra, See, no, Sierra posted something about Libras and how they're indecisive. And I was like, oh my God, I think I'm like a rising li- Libra. I, re- I review your co-star other- every day. No, oh. no, you, don't worry. You are a sun, Aries, rising Libra, moon Libra. So I was like, oh my God, I know if there's if Libra's indecisive and I have two of them, no, I don't no, know if that's I, how it works. I'm not, no, 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 for real. When I uh, read yours the other day, I'm not even kidding, I was reading it, I was like, no wonder. It makes so much sense. Yeah, even with the car, like me feel no. so like, I, I know. I was I telling know. someone that about this. I was like, this is why she can't pick a car. Little, little <laughs> things like that. And then she also said they like routine. And I was like, oh my God, yeah. I love routine. What, so I don't know if that's real, but. Being a moon and a rising, rising is how people see you. So the different like phys- like qualities or attributes whatever it may be it's like I see you being indecisive so like I could think oh maybe you're a Libra oh. and then moon is when you're by yourself and it's how you deal with your own emotions so you being oh. home and be like I don't know I don't know I don't know that's oh. what it is yeah that makes so much sense I fully agree I'm not like fully sold on everything all the time but like certain things like that we're like maybe it's just nice to like be able to puts like something to it like yeah. label in a way no for for, for real okay. i am i mind makes sense too uh, as uh, you know uh, anytime i see anything aquarius i'm like rim, <laughs> rim. okay guys so we actually had a really fun episode for you today we wanted to actually talk about 
just hardships in your 20s. I like, think it's this, this is the perfect week to talk about it. Too. Exactly. Exactly. I think there's just a like, you know, you get older and we've done a few episodes in the past about and like just 20s and stuff. I think mm-hmm. it's also so weird because when we grew up on YouTube, you never wanted to say your age. And now I feel like this podcast is us like embracing like mid 20s and like all that stuff. Ew. I'm, mi- I'm literal oh. mid 20s. I just realized because yeah. I kept saying in my head, I was like, I'm not 25 yet. And I'm 25. Yeah. Mid 20s. <laughs> Did you ever try to like hide your age? I've always been an I've been annoying with my age where I like I like being the youngest, so I always like liked it. Got it. Like got and it, like got was it. embracing that because even like within all of our friend group, I'm like the youngest for yeah. the most part. So I'm always like, I'm, like, the, I'm baby. the baby. <laughs> so annoying. That's funny. I always <laughs> would not intentionally hide my age, but I remember I finally I think I turned 22 and I didn't want to say that I was turning 22 because mm-hmm. all my friends and all the other like bigger YouTubers in our genre were like 19 and I was like oh my god I'm so old yeah (laughs) so but then my friend got me remember the the metallic balloons that were so they're so popular now but they're so they were so popular that was the peak time of that my friend got me (laughs) 22 balloons like two two so I was like dang it I have to post like I have to post these that's so distraught so I was like people are gonna think I'm a grandma like what do I do and it was so funny because I just remember people being like wait she's 22 like really people were surprised I would get comments like that yeah I mean especially like let's bring back some old photos of me when I was 22 like I looked like I was 15 like but like not in a oh you're cute and you look young way and just a very like oh like I literally thought you were a child so um yeah I would definitely try to hide it just because I was always the youngest growing up with my friend group Uh and then I became the oldest Uh once YouTube came around, so I yeah. always felt so old. So I, I just never, like, talked about my age. Yeah, but, but so now I you're, never, like, the middle. Oh, for sure, for sure. But um, what's funny is I feel like I remember once I turned 20, I was thinking, oh, I should do 20s, like, series on my channel and mm-hmm. stuff because we always would do high school and college. Like, we yeah. barely did college. Yeah. Like, we just kind of stopped after high school. I think because we dropped out. <laughs> that, too. Um, side <laughs> note. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> um, but, yeah, in Stay my in head, school. I was like, oh, that's too old. We can't do, like, older content. Yeah. No, I feel – well, I think also what in our tw- – in our, like – early 20s we were still making back to school videos that oh, you don't want to that was my prime seat. set time i was yeah. like let's get a set yeah. let's build it all yeah but we did an episode a few months ago about just stuff in your 20s so we kind of wanted to dive back into that and just talk about things i feel like now that we're like dang wish we knew that this is stuff we've learned oh my just god everything every day every week every, there's something new and i'm like still learning the ropes but for everything even though I am 25 and I feel like I should have learned this a while ago well my favorite thing is when I was 15 I remember thinking oh my gosh Alicia when you're 25 you're gonna have three kids you're gonna be married (laughs) blah 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 (laughs) and now here I am like it's just so funny how what you thought a certain age was like you thought when you're 18 you'd be an adult and like what you thought being an adult would be like and then you actually get there and it's completely different than what you think completely I feel like a big thing I as we know I don't go on Facebook because I don't want comments or messages from hey girl will you help me support my MLM but also I don't go on Facebook because every other post is like this person had a baby this person's engaged this person got married all these Mm -hmm. sorts of things which I'm not the type to like go on and be jealous or anything like I'm super happy for them but then also sometimes I look and I'm like oh my god what am I doing with my life like what am I like when is my time gonna come and then it like puts pressure on me it's so funny though because I can look at you and I'm like you have so much going on right now on top of it you're getting a house (laughs) most likely they would look at you and be like wow she has her life together I think it's 
True. Maybe that's like, it's all a relative <laughs> Everything's thing. relative. It Everything is, is relative. It, it's true. But I feel like that's a thing of like 20s. Like, well, I went to go visit Steph, mm-hmm. who is a year and a little bit younger. What are you? You're April. So a little bit older than you, like difference between you and I. I think it's like a year and like three months. Yeah. And she has a baby. And I was like, oh my God, like, am I going to have a baby soon? Should I have a baby soon? And it like makes you feel all these sorts, like sorts of ways. And then I'm, I go home. I'm like, no, I don't want a baby. I want to go out still. I want to have <laughs> all my fun and everything. So it's all just a little confusing for me. <laughs> yeah, so now being 26, I feel like i almost 27. I feel like I've lived Yeah, a we're lot. right now only a year apart. Oh, Did that. you know that? For a month. My birthday is literally a month from today. I know. <gasps> is it today? <laughs> oh, it's the 5th. I didn't yeah, realize. Literally a month from today. Amazing. The countdown begins. I am 25, newly 25. It's been great so far. So we made a list. We're going to tackle through it. (laughs) And I'm so curious what you guys have to say. So definitely tweet us. Definitely go on the Instagram, like comment. I want to know what your, like what's, I don't know. I just want to know things that like really hit them in their 20s. Mm -hmm. Because maybe it didn't hit us, but maybe it hit someone else or vice versa. Or Or you're going through it now. Yeah. Or there's things we probably forgot. Let's be real. Mm -hmm. Um, The first one is, do you remember the first time you like, went to the doctors like or like had to find a doctor on your own without just being like mom can you find me a doctor I'm going through that right now I just recently like last month started going through that because I got my own health insurance yeah adulting oh my god it was so stressful trying to figure out like which one to pick which plan to pick I ended up calling my dad because I was like I just don't know which which is the best one which like what is the best deal that I can get how do I schedule an appointment I'm still learning how to like pick your primary and everything like that I don't know. My mom is so good with research, Mm -hmm. like extensive research. So even the few times that I tried to find a doctor on my own, like a dentist or something, I swear I usually regret it because like she's always been so good at finding people. So anytime Mm -hmm. I'd be like, hi, can you help me find like this person or this person, you know, like whatever. And what's crazy though is like, I used to get mad at her for how many questions she would ask. And like, anytime I would find someone, I would just go on Yelp and be like, oh, they have the best reviews. Like, I'll go there or whatever. And she would get so mad at me because she'd be like, no, no, no. Like, you have to like figure out like what they're about, like everything and be Mm -hmm. super, super thorough. And there's been definitely a few times where I like get in an office and I'm like, oh my God, Mm -hmm. this is not who I should have chosen. Mm -hmm. I think it's like, it's such a luxury for sure. Because my mom was in the medical field. So she also was oh like, oh my God, that oh, would be so nice. I still, <laughs> I only call my mom most of the 90% of the time when I'm like, what medicine should I be taking? My head is throbbing today. And she's <laughs> like, hi, good to talk to you too, Remy. Anyways. But yeah, when you turn 26, mm-hmm. you get kicked off your parents' medical insurance Which, across the board. when you're 20, that doesn't sound, that sounds so far away. And mm-hmm. then 26 comes and you're like, oh my gosh. Exactly. And it just comes like so quickly. That's why I signed up early because I knew I would like take my sweet time later yeah and especially for us being you know our own bosses Mm -hmm. like we actually don't have health care through our jobs we Mm -hmm. had to like get it Mm -hmm. um oh yeah that's I don't think about that yeah like most people look for jobs with benefits for that reason because like that's a huge thing but yeah that was kind of a rude awakening of being a social media influencer at 26 and you suddenly are off your parents health insurance Ooh, one time I think I can say this. Kaylee's brother was diagnosed with this crazy form of cancer. I think when he was like 
about oh, to turn God. 26. And he went through chemo and everything and beat it. Maddie P is cancer free. That was the theme of the party. And he beat it all right before he turned 26, before he was off their health insurance. Oh my God. Isn't that crazy? That's insane. I think it's nuts. But yeah, I think that's like such a big thing that I definitely overlooked. It's just like small things like figuring out what doctor, like right now I'm trying to figure out a doctor that can specialize with my PCOS and help mm. me. And that was part of my breakdown the other night was I was so overwhelmed because I like, I didn't even know where to begin. And then the uh, the whole idea of like finding and talking to like 15 different doctors and then narrowing it down to like three from there and then picking from that, it was so daunting and it yeah. still is. And I just like put it on the back burner. And so being an adult though and taking putting my health first and being making it a priority, that's a huge thing that I should be doing. But I'm just like, oh, I'll deal with it later. I'll deal with it later. And like yeah. I need to step up as an adult and like put that first because that's obviously very important. Oh my God, completely. Another thing is just either being financially independent or just like taking care of your bills. Oh, I'm still, I'm not going to lie. I am so still slightly bad at this. Really? Like when my mail comes in, I I don't want to look at it. Everything's on auto pay, luckily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> luckily. Oh, I would not <laughs> be able to do that I swear, when it, every time, I just forget to check the mail. Like if Ashley was not there, I would not check the mail, which, well, actually maybe I would because I know, I would know that she's not you, checking like, it. To? Like you have to. But um, yeah, there's definitely times where I'll like, I'll see something and I'm like, oh my God, I forgot about that. But luckily again, everything's on auto pay. So yeah. like the credit score is good. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> We're taking care of. I remember getting, I first moved to my own apartment and be, I became financially independent when I was 19 moved to my first apartment by 20 okay and I remember like signing up for I think I was 20 when I I think I was 19 turning 20 when I moved out of my parents house too I feel like that's it because whether it's college whatever it may be I remember like signing up for obviously like LED WP like all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. like water power internet putting all those things obviously under my name and getting like the first bills. I, I always think of that Carrie Underwood song where she's um talking about moving out. Do you know what song I'm talking no. about? Oh my God. What is that? It's not Jesus Take the Wheel. Oh shoot. But she's talking <laughs> about how she's moving to like this big city by herself and like she misses her parents and mm. she's like, tell me more that I miss her. That one. <laughs> I should give her a call. So, um, and she's talking about how there's like a stack of bills for the first time oh. on her island and she's like, take care of that. And I remember the first time I had a stack of bills I was like, man, I'm like Carrie Underwood now. And you have to like remember to either even just setting up auto pay and doing all that kind of stuff or just all those things. It's I feel like the word for this whole episode is just daunting. And like it takes you so long to understand and like get into the the rhythm and groove of everything. Well, I'm sure your dad did the same thing. But like anytime I would take a long shower would he freak out at you? Yeah, he'd be like, "You're taking too long." Like the water, like the bills, and blah blah blah. I'd be like, "Dad, shut up!" Like uh-huh. I can, t- like it's a shower. Like I can take a 20 minute shower if I want to. Now then you now I'm like, "Oh, I see how much it costs to put the air on, or I see how much it costs to take Keep the lights, the on. water, the lights on, mm-hmm. all of those things." That as a kid, I did not care about whatsoever. My mm-hmm. dad also worked in the water district, so you best believe he was like five minute shower. We're like, okay, um, takes 30 minutes, and he'd be like, "You need to get out, We're get like, out okay. right now." But now I understand more. Because I see, or you know what else? Oh my God. I used to not really care when I had to get a new credit card or like um, debit card. Uh Uh-huh. Because to me, I'm like, oh, whatever. I'll I'll change over my iTunes. Pe- like, like that's the one thing I have to change over my billing for. And now it's such a pain because I have to change literally everything, even mm-hmm. all the bills, doing those back on auto. Like, so much stuff. I'm just like, I don't want to have to update this. Even getting a new phone is almost like... Oh, being just so responsible for your belongings. Yeah. Oh, my God. Literally. It's so true. Actually, one thing that I feel like is really funny is... 
the older that I get, the more now that I'm 25 and I technically could have had a kid for quite some time now. I could have I could be pregnant right now. You know what I mean? I'm not. But like <laughs> I, I could. And so that puts in there and I see my friends having babies and I see them getting married. And like I'm now at the age where I kind of can understand my mom from a new point. My mom and my dad. But my mom and I grew up, we had a tumultuous relationship in the way where we just like it's a mother daughter thing we fight a lot mm-hmm. we just like you know that we friction all the time so now that I'm of the age where I could have my own daughter I think about a lot of things that like used to happen or things that still happen between us now and I'm able to understand from a new point of view mm-hmm. so like when we fight or anything like that now I I've, it's taken me a while but I've learned she's she's a normal person yeah all of our parents are normal people they all have their own baggage from their own childhoods their own oh, you know past God, yeah. whatever it may be and I think obviously growing up you put your parents on a pedestal which you I feel like you should they raise you they teach you everything they, they pay for everything yeah. they take care of you so you know when they do certain things you're so you know you get mad at them you don't understand why they're oh, doing certain they're the things worst people in the world exactly yeah. you like hate them and everything like that exactly <laughs> and then now that I'm 25 I'm like damn like she did a good job I like I, I don't think I would even have the strength to like raise me like the way that she did in that way or whatever it may oh my be God, completely I think I forget the exact moment but I remember around the time you know when you would look at you'd watch movies or you'd see anything basically and when you're growing up and you're younger, you always look at like the kid. Like yeah. you always like compare yourself you, like, to like resonate the, with the kid. The kid or whatever. Honestly, just the past few years for me, I've been noticing how I like look more at the parents. Wow. Where what's weird to me is I'm like, no, 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 I'm a kid. Like I'm the baby <laughs> still. Like what? But it's so weird when your mind just shifts. It's like watching Finding Nemo. You like love Nemo and you like were like resonating with him. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you switch to Marlon. And you're like, I'm Dory. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. You're in the middle between the two. <laughs> no, yeah. I thought something really funny was my mom, I vividly remember, I think I was in like fourth or fifth grade. There there was a long time in elementary school where I would forget like homework, shoes, backpack. Ashley would always forget her shoes. <laughs> yes, I So my mom too. would get so literally all the time Ashley would get, it was our school was <laughs> Ashley too, like 10 minutes away, right? So we'd drive there and Ashley would be like, I forget my shoes. And then I was like, how do you forget your shoes? I would forget. The biggest thing for me was homework. Oh. I would always forget my homework. And so I'd have to like go to the office and call my mom in the office and be like, mom, I forgot. And so she would bring me my homework every oh, time. That's so nice. Because we lived like two <laughs> minutes away. Like it Got was it. walking distance, like right down one street. But I remember, I think like probably the fifth, sixth, tenth time. I don't know. My mom was like, Remy, the next time you forget, you're walking home and you're getting it yourself. And <laughs> the idea of me, like, the, what's so funny <laughs> is as I got bigger and older and I would like walk the same distance, it would be like, what, a three minute, four minute walk. When I was a kid, it felt like 45 oh, minutes I'm just sure. like dragging my feet yeah. down this like half mile. But she said, next time you forget, you're going to walk home. And I remember being like, fine, whatever. And then, Lo and behold, I forgot again. Oh, my God. And so she's like, walk home. Like, you got to get your home. Go go home, walk home, get it, and then bring it back. So I walked home, and I walked back. But my mom was also so scared that I was going to get kidnapped or something. She followed me in her car that at, is, like, three miles per hour. But That's I rem- a good lesson. No, exactly. Well, first of all, that was a good lesson. And then I remember, I like, I so vividly remember these thoughts. Like, I'm so mad. Like, I, she's ruining my life. All these sorts mm-hmm. of things. Like, walking back, like, dragging my feet. And then I brought it up, like, maybe a year ago. And I was like, do you remember when you did that like I was so mad at you we got into such a big fight exactly like how dare you all these things and then she was like Remy I was 
cracking up in the car, like laughing because it was so funny to watch a little kid just like dragging her feet with, with her homework in her hand. And that in that moment, I had that like switch where I was the like, switch. that's hilarious. Yeah. Like if I was a mom, I'd be cracking up too. Like this is so funny. But yeah. also like you're still being a parent, like making sure your kid's yeah. okay. But yeah. like that's so funny. And I never thought about it from that point of view of like me being a, a parent. Like that's good parenting. Yeah. Make them like, I don't think I forgot again after that, to be fully honest. Oh my God. That's <laughs> so funny. That is literally we never li- like again I live pretty far from school because we went to private school so it was like <laughs> walk home without your I shoes I couldn't walk home <laughs> at all but my mom worked at most of my schools oh yeah so I did have the luxury of being like hey Molly I forgot my lunch can you go get me something oh, or like what do you so have in your nice. like like fridge here your teacher you know what I mean I'd like always raid her nature valley gr- granola literally bar. <laughs> and I'd be like this is all I get and then I'd be mad because I'm like well I left my lunch like now we came now if we got it we'd be like yes literally that's so funny What's one quality you wish that you had from your parents? Oh, my God. There's honestly so many. I feel like with both of my parents, though, they're so just selfless. Like, they put literally anyone and everyone in a healthy way, like, above. Like, they will do anything for someone, even a complete stranger. Like, I'm literally... I'm I'm like, I'm selfish. (laughs) Like, I'm not there yet in my life. Like, any... Like, they just are such good people. They're the nicest people I've ever met. And I... It's so weird because growing up with that, it was just normal to me. And I think getting older, I realized how special that is. And mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, I really strive to be that way. Mm-hmm. Like they could literally, it's so weird. It's so weird. It makes sense that my mom was like a teacher too, because it, you like, that's such a good quality to she's, have for teachers. She's like the good teacher that like you go back 50 years later and you're like, I'm like, Everyone's you like, changed Chris. my life. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's um, so sweet. Oh, for sure. That I also love how throughout my entire career, they've always said, you you can well even as like being super young they're like you can literally do anything if you put your mind to it like mm-hmm. they never once made me feel weird for wanting to do the arts they never made me feel yeah. weird for, like they never were like oh you have to do this or that like they were so just like whatever you want to do we support you yeah. so I've always felt that um so I hope to be that way with my children too. I, I love how supportive both of our parents are with sort of the more unconventional job that we have and yeah. like since the beginning like my mom is like grade a Chris Jenner like would be like at the PB show like shimmying Literally. in the crowd if she could yes. <laughs> like she loves it and my dad is so helpful and sweet and just like proud he lists he listens to this podcast more than my mom does my dad my mom actually came over the other day and she was like I don't know why but your dad said to give you this and he gave me a two dollar bill because we had referred to a two dollar bill in this episode I don't even remember what we talked about I I FaceTimed you I remember it was my car when I said I didn't have money for my car so I was looking through my car for a two dollar bill or something like that and I was like wait there's no I would not find a two dollar bill I I don't know why but it's so cute hi honey so I love that I also like really respect them a lot because I growing up obviously like no marriage is easy all the time or perfect exactly perfect and so um something really big that I admire them for and like that I've you know grown up with is my both sides but more, more so my dad and I would talk about it is like if my mom and dad ever had a problem you know being a kid you're always like worried like are you guys gonna break up like that was always my thing and my dad would always um, say, like, no, Remy, like, I love your mom so much. And I vowed to her on our wedding day that I would, like, you know, I'm, we're going to be there for each other in sickness and in health and da-da-da-da and all these things. And he's like, I love her so much. and I'm always going to be here for her. We're going to get through this. And so that, to me, I feel like without even realizing it, like, instilled this sort of, I don't know, 
this like strength almost a realistic and people that get divorced I'm like I totally understand too I'm like no nothing on that like it, obviously if it's not working like I want everyone just I should they should be happy but it also just taught me like in relationships to not at least to try you have to work at exactly any relationship exactly whether you stay together or not like you have to like work at it mm-hmm. completely it's not just like bubbles and fairy tales yeah. and magical happy endings well, and all completely that stuff. and that's another thing that I've like dealt with now in my mid-20s is having a relationship for the first time and learning how to communicate. Oh my God. Like I was up till 3 a.m. with Cal. We were like having not a fight, but just like a communication issue. Yeah. And there's like a problem that I've been having for a really long time with him that I would try and articulate and tell him like, this is how I feel. And he didn't really fully understand why I was feeling it. Mm -hmm. And I actually couldn't even tell him why too. I was just like, I feel this way. And he's like, but I don't understand. Like I'm doing this. And I'm like, no, but I feel this way. And it wasn't until finally last night where I was able to like really sit down and think about like, why I was feeling this way and like what led me to feel that way and then I was able to talk it out with him and articulate as to why and then he was fully able to understand so it was like this whole communication thing and I'm gonna be fully honest sometimes I just like want to quit and I'm Mm -hmm. just like there's no way like I don't want to change you everything like that but then I think back to like my parents Mm -hmm. in that way or just seeing other people I think about you a lot too telling me that like not just because you have a boyfriend doesn't mean it's going to be like perfect and easy oh my god yeah that's I think what I thought for a long time I told that to one of my friends the other day too it's like they were really upset that it didn't work out with a guy and I was like no but just because like imagine you had started dating doesn't mean it's going to be picture perfect and it's like fairy tale ending like you still have to put a lot of work into it I mean just listen to your words and my words but (laughs) I think it's just like learning to communicate and like I I got that from my parents for sure but I was gonna say I feel like this is a whole theme of like in your 20s a lot of things that you've heard growing up you're like yeah 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 whatever but Mm -hmm. it takes until a certain moment for it to click for yourself and Mm -hmm. you're like oh I actually get it now Mm -hmm. it just it's so weird I think it's interesting too because like with my parents obviously it was like a marriage thing Mm -hmm. so when I would like hear that I'd be like oh I don't have to worry about that till I'm married but like no that's just a like a true like moral or something that you have to like work on in any other way like it can come like shape shift in different ways in your life so at 25 now I'm dealing with it with my first relationship and I didn't know (laughs) oh my god completely Mm -hmm. I feel like the biggest thing I've learned in my 20s is that (laughs) I just thought I would be such an adult and I still talk to my parents all the time. I'm still like, mom, can you help me with this? Like, wait, like that's such a normal thing too that I feel like people do not talk about enough. Like it is so freaking normal. I think even like doing the whole house thing. Oh my God, yeah. I was so, I feel so lucky and so blessed that my parents were able to both help me out. But, and it was so funny because it worked out perfectly. I think I might've talked about this. Mm -hmm. My dad was like there to help me like view the house the first time. And it worked out perfectly. My mom was there to be the most meticulous person ever with the inspection. Like, and I'm so grateful for them because me, I'm so like lax and You're whatever. Like, yeah, sure. Like I'm paying you to do it, which means you should be doing it correctly. Exactly. When <laughs> yeah. it's like they obviously they're, they're doing their job. But like my mom always says, I've grown up with this, the phrase blood is thicker than water. That mm-hmm. comes to like friendships and relationships or whatever. Yeah, it's like family. family is the one like, I don't know. You can't. Oh, it makes it easier. Nothing like anytime stronger. Ashley and I fight, I'm like, I know you're stuck with me forever. So like, <laughs> it doesn't matter that much. You know what I mean? It's, it's so just true. different, which I know that's not the case for everyone. Yeah. Um, we're just, we're very blessed. And lucky. Yeah, for sure. I honestly went through a long time where I didn't care to talk to my parents for a long time. Not that I like, we had a beef or anything like that. I was yeah. just like, no, nah, like I'm doing my own thing, whatever. Yeah. And I don't know, man, like 25 hit me. And I was like, oh my gosh, my parents are getting older. Aww. Like, I don't like this. Like. Like, I don't like it. Like, stay young. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So I think Ash and I even talk about it, too. It, it's weird how it hits you different. 
And yeah, the things that you used to get so mad about, or you'd be like, you're ruining my life, whatever. You just have such a switch. And yeah, so I feel like I've been trying to talk to them more often lately. I do see them a lot. But yeah, even talking on the phone, now I'm like, hi, how are you? They're so cute. Yeah. I think I talk, I don't talk to my dad too, too much. We talk, like we keep like like a weekly update, I'd say. My mom and I talk like every day, most of the time because she's sending me BTS memes. That is... Everyone needs to hear. My mom is, oh, I shouldn't say her age. She's in her mid-50s. She (laughs) is the biggest BTS stan I have ever seen. I need to tell two very quick stories. My aunt is her younger sister, and my aunt, like, loves her so much. And I know my aunt loves BTS, too, but my mom was, like, next level. And my aunt sent me the funniest screenshots of my mom texting my aunt. And my mom goes, hey, log on to BuzzFeed and take your the quiz that says your favorite 25-year-old pop star. And my aunt's like, what? And she's like, log, log in and vote for RM, who I guess is one of the BTS members. And my aunt goes, what? And my mom goes, oh, like, I just don't want Harry to win. Meaning Harry Styles, like, they're on the first name basis. And my aunt goes, no, I actually really like Harry. He's cool. He's got, like, good music. I, like, I think he seems like a nice guy. And my mom goes... Um, no, like you really need, like, we need him, we need to RM to win. He's like the best Korean guy ever. Like, oh my God, like you need to support him. And my aunt goes, I don't need to support anybody. It's a BuzzFeed quiz. <laughs> like my mom sits at home and just like on her iPad, just imagine her massive iPad, oh like God, laying there, just yes. like scrolling through BuzzFeed. Also, I guess BTS is doing a two month US tour. And so my mom is. Taking, I was gonna say, please tell me she's gone to a concert. Oh, she's gone to many concerts. She wa- she texted me to watch the three hour BTS movie. That one I didn't reply to. But she <laughs> I'm busy. she yeah, like BTS is cool. I'm just not like obsessed. So they're doing a two month tour in the states. Uh-huh. She is going up to Santa Clara for the the starting show. Oh. She is going to the LA show and then she's flying to Chicago to see the last like last leg of the tour. Iconic. Just a nice 50-year-old woman just dancing to some Korean oh, music. I honestly, I, I strive to be like that. I hope I'm like That's that. That's going to be us with like Taylor Swift one day. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm to New Zealand. <laughs> honestly, yeah, I can't knock her for it. Oh. I think it's so funny, though. I told her if she's not in the crowd doing the choreography by the last show, I then hope she's wrong. I, I hope who's going with her because I need to see videos of her. My aunt. Oh, my God. She, my, I've gotten videos, and it's really cute. I want to see those. It's really cute. Oh, my gosh. Love you, Mom. Okay. I love this. This is such a great episode. My mom's going to love it. (laughs) I think a rude awakening that most people have in their 20s is that, of course, with heartbreak, relationship breakups, friendship breakups, like any of that, you realize that, you know, when you're in high school or even college, you feel you have this whole plan set for your life. Mm -hmm. Literally, I remember being 18, like, okay, like, here's what I'm going to be doing. This is my career path because everyone's telling me what am I going to be doing? So like, you have to figure out what you're doing with your entire freaking life, which I think is so stupid. Mm -hmm. This is my boyfriend. We're probably going to date for a few more years and then we'll get engaged and then we'll get married and then we'll probably live in this area. Like you have your whole freaking life planned out. And then one breakup or one little thing like changes everything. And then I feel like for most people in your 20s is when you realize, oh, life is so much more than what I thought. Like my little plan that I had was like out the window. Like I laugh at that now. It's like a fairy tale. Yeah. It's just like, okay, this is my life. I'm going to do that. And I feel like so many people, they they just have that expectation for what their life is going to be and like where they're going to live, where their kids are going to go to school, like all these little things. And then you break up or something else happens. I don't know. You change your major. I don't know. Whatever else life crisis happens and then everything's just completely different and it's so crazy I think what's so hard is that I dated this guy for a little bit who um was really not 
was really jaded from his high school girlfriend. Mm. And I remember I was so confused too because I was like, that was like You're years like, ago. Get over it. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, like, I just didn't understand. And then I think what it was was when you're young and you fantasize and everything, it just, it like, and you're a little bit less realistic because you haven't really experienced that much. You're, you've never been financially independent. You've mm-hmm. never like moved out on your own. You've never like done real adult life yet. Yeah. So everything can seem picture perfect. And you're like, imagine your life with this person. But then when you break up, it's so much harder to like, come to terms with reality versus if you broke up when you were like in your mid 20s, you're a little bit more realistic. Like, okay, well, I'm looking for like real marriage. I'm doing real life. I'm yeah. trying to find someone who's like going to be my life partner. So I now understand why he was so jaded was because it was like this whole fan, not only like do you have to be real with yourself, which you have to be real with yourself with any breakup, but it's also like this whole fantasy comes crashing down on you. Oh, completely. And that's why I think it was so much harder. I think a big thing for me was coming to terms with that. Like not everybody is always going to be in your life Mm -hmm. and so in my early to mid 20s I feel like I lost a few friends that I I truly thought were going to be like lifelong friends who had been in my life Mm -hmm. a long long time but I think it's just it's so normal and it's also like almost a good thing Mm -hmm. because also I mean I've had friends also that I stopped being friends with in my early to mid 20s who are now back in my life and Mm -hmm. it's so much better Mm -hmm. whether it's like you break up with someone because you need to grow on your own like a like a boyfriend because you need to grow on your own or a friendship because you need to grow on your own like if it's meant to come back then obviously it will and it'll be so much better but you have to like let yourself drift and it's so hard to like not hold on to those things because I still catch myself holding on to a lot of things from the past yeah and it's like a hard thing to come to terms with for sure no I think breakups are literally the healthiest things Mm. that anyone can go through and as hard as they are what sucks is before you ever have like a crazy heartbreak you always have all these people be like oh like you'll probably break up blah 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 like all these little things especially in high school and you're like you don't know our lives we're in love like you truly like that's all you've ever felt like that's the only way or that's the only time you felt so much love for someone so you're like you don't know us we're the one percent who are gonna make Uh it like you truly believe that and then you actually break up and you realize oh my gosh there's so much more like, if I thought that was the end all, there's something so much better. Like, mm-hmm. that's insane. I remember even talking to Nikki when she was dealing with her breakup that was public, oh my God, like four years ago. Oh, almost. I forgot about that guy. Before yeah. Before she broke up with him, I remember telling her, because they fought a lot, and I was like, she would not care if I say this, by the way. I remember telling her so many times, I was like, you guys just need to, like, you need to break up, whether you get back with him later in life or not. I don't know, but you need this time to like grow in yourself right now. Mm-hmm. And like, af- and she was like, I cannot like, this is, I can't, I can't imagine life without him. Like, this is great. Like, like he's my person, you know? Mm-hmm. And then fast forward, she's always like, oh my gosh, that was the best thing that ever happened to me. And it's so weird because as like hard as it is, like you look back and you're just like, thank you so much for like, like doing that to me. Like, f- thank you so much because oh, yeah. I would not be the person I am without like that's what's so so weird about it Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of people experience that in their early 20s around that time or whatever just because it's so weird when your whole life it does a 180 and then your whole identity was in this relationship because you were like that couple or the cute couple or you were you know whatever and then the next thing you know you're like I don't even know who I am oh yeah you know so I think you just learned so much about yourself and then you start dressing for yourself you start going you know you're like wait maybe I didn't like that music band that we saw in concert because he liked it but I just pretended to like Mm -hmm. it where I really thought I liked it but then it's funny but yeah so I think it's so healthy and then same thing with friendships I think there's been so many times where you know you lose someone who you thought would be in your life forever and you realize that's so normal Mm -hmm. and it doesn't 
make it good or bad. It's almost more of like this, it's this thing where you realize, wait, that happens all the time. And we've talked about it before, like how there's this stigma with when you go through a breakup, it's like, okay, cool. They broke up. But when you lose a friend, it's like, well, what happened? Like, mm-hmm. what, who was in the wrong? Blah, 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 blah. Where it's like, it's so much more common to have a friendship breakup yeah. in life. I think it's interesting too, because like I've lost friends in my early twenties and it felt catastrophic. It felt like I was going to die. It felt like all these dramatic things mm-hmm. and I grew from it and I'm fine now. Um, but my mom, you know, is older than me, obviously. <laughs> and so when I, I know she would lose friends from time to time and like some of her friends have come back too. But granted, I, I haven't like gone into like a heart to heart with her, but you just as a mom and like everything else like that, as you get older, you have so many other things to worry about yeah. that it becomes a little less catastrophic in your life. Of course you miss them well, and you love them. And but you're like, if I've gotten through that, exactly. I can get through it again. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's different. Even my mom recently had uh, old friend kind of come back into her past. <gasps> Is it the one? No, 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 no. Oh, damn it. Uh, <laughs> but it was weird. And I was telling her, I was like, well, still be careful. Like, still have your guard up. But sh- I was saying, like, it's still nice knowing, though, that you have your own lives. Yeah. Like, your own separate lives. It's not It's not this immature thing of, oh, well, I'm her best friend. Mm-hmm. Or, like, that whole, like, cattiness or whatever that girls do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like, yeah, you're older. You have your whole life. It's so different. I think if I lost a friend now... I'd still be just as hurt and I'd be really upset, but I would also, I've learned now that it happened for a reason. And your personal identity isn't in that. Mm -hmm. Like as much as you love that person, you don't need them in your life, Mm -hmm. but you still love them and you want them in your life, but you're not going to, you're, you know, yourself. Yeah. You're not going to be like, I don't know who I am anymore. Cause you know who you are. That's so true. Even being in a relationship, like I've been in a toxic, like with toxic guys before. And when that ended, I like lost myself fully because Mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't feel like I was good enough. I wasn't sure what was wrong with me. I think now love Cal to death, but like if we were to break up, of course I'd be sad and I'd be heartbroken, but I would also understand like, okay, we just weren't meant to be together because xyz mm-hmm. like we just are not on the same page right now whatever yeah. it may be because we're both like giving our 110 percent yeah that's like well i did all i could yeah and it's not like i wasn't enough kind of thing it's just like okay it just wasn't good timing it wasn't no. this wasn't that so I, like i think it's way healthier now because i didn't put all myself into somebody else yeah i'm completely. like a whole person and then it's like cool we get along great we love each other but it's not like i'm gonna lose anything of myself if we were to ever break up. Oh my God, completely. Good thing he doesn't listen to this podcast. What's harder, a friendship breakup or like a significant other breakup? Oof. In my personal experience, I think friendship breakups have been harder. Oh, I fully agree. Um, I think I hear a lot of people say that too. I think it's just because in relationships, even if you're magically in love, you're very aware that the chance of you breaking up is huge. Mm -hmm. But with friends, ones that you thought would be in your life forever, like you never thought you would lose them. You know, it's really funny. (laughs) When you just ask that, my brain automatically went to when I like date a guy or whatever. And if we were to break up, I'm like, uh, like I imagine me being at the altar at my wedding. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, like pick up, next guy comes in. (laughs) But with losing a best friend, Mm. you imagine them by your side on your wedding day and the thought of them not being there. Yeah. Like, it kills me for some reason, which I know sounds so dumb, but like the idea of like, if you weren't there or Keely weren't there on my wedding day, like that kills me so much more than like a guy not being there because obviously like that's the final one. Yeah. Like it's going to work out whoever it may be. Yeah. But like not having you guys there. It, well, it's different too when 
you know, you sit and you talk about that. Like you always grow up thinking about your wedding and you're yeah. like, oh my God, we're going to do this and we'll do this mm-hmm. with your friends. And you our kids will have like, we'll have kids at the same time. And like, yeah, that'll be so great. It's like that fantasy thing again where yeah. you're just like, oh, no, man. that's actually like a good reminder to that. It's not just in relationships. Yeah. I well, think in any type of relationship. Friendships are really hard too, because I think there's a new level of vulnerability that that's there. That's not with like your significant other, mm-hmm. which is so weird to say. I think also, I don't know. I think the fact that you and I are both, I mean, I have a lot of gay guy best friends and I love them to death, but like you and I, it's just like a different level. When you're girls, you just like get it. Mm -hmm. It's like an unspoken thing. So I think that's why it's really hard too for me sometimes. What is something that didn't go according to plan for both of you? Mm. That you were like, for instance, like a big breakup and you were like, oh shoot, like I thought we were going to get married. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I just thought about me thinking I was going to marry a f- boy at one point in my life. <laughs> Can we leave this audio yeah, sure. in? <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. Um, that's funny. Like when all of us were like, nah, it's not going to work yeah. out. And not that I thought I was going to marry, marry him. Like I didn't picture myself at the altar, but I just like thought I could like it was a blurred lock vision. that one down. It didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I think, I mean... Just who I thought I would marry. I thought for sure I'd be married by like 22. I definitely would not be living in LA. That's you know so what I mean? wild. Yeah. You cannot picture me. Like also the person who I was then, like, oh my God. Yeah. I barely know who I am now. Mm-hmm. And I would ho- like, I would never have become the person I am now if I settled down then. Not opposed to settling down for 22 or something, but me personally, Alicia, like Alicia at 22, she needed, not the, ready. She needed to grow. She needed time to grow. She needed to fly. <laughs> fly free. No, I think it's so cool when people do get married young and that's like what's meant for them. So oh, I'm yeah. not opposed to it at all. But for me, I'm like, oof. And now I'm like, 30 something lo- is looking great at this rate, <laughs> you know? So. 30s are the new 20s. Yeah. <laughs> How many people have you thought you'd, you would actually marry? Oh, literally only one. One for me. Not the other guy. I think I would marry Cal, though. I didn't, like, so picture then, myself at the, at the oh, altar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, like, Cal's the first one that I could, like, see myself marrying. But like. I think also when you do get older, it's it's different because you don't have that scenario anymore. You're not like, okay, like, it, like it's different every yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. You know what I You're mean? just being more realistic. Mm-hmm. Like, once you've seen some shit, you can't unsee <laughs> that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're just like, all right, like, roll with the punches. <laughs> but I, like, really have only thought I would, like, marry, like, genuinely saw a future with one person. Is there anything that you thought was going to happen or you fantasize about and then it didn't? I think just like a lot of normal things. I think like like work-related things, like even if it's like something as small as like working with a certain brand or like even something like a video doing as well as you thought it would. Like it's just like you can't predict anything, whatever it may be, whether it's work, whether it's friendships. There are some friends that I lost, I've lost that I thought for sure would come back and mm-hmm. haven't yet. And then some friends that I thought um, never talk to would never again. talk to again and are back in my life. Yeah, you just can't predict anything. And sometimes life is just so weird sometimes. Like I, I had a friendship breakup and I for sure thought that it would be like a month, you know, mm. like we'd be back. And it's been like three years, four years. I don't know. It's been a long time. So it's you just really can't predict anything. How do you handle change or like something you don't predict? <laughs> my new thing is just crying apparently <laughs> a big thing for me I just I talk it through with all my friends I definitely just like work through whatever feelings I'm having I've noticed that I need to like justify and understand what's going on by just like repeating 
in my head and then talking to other people mm. of like understand like why is this happening what's going on like why is this changing what's happening and I just like keep talking it through my head try to understand it and then I lean on like you or Ollie or whoever it may be and like talk through it and then having like that good support system definitely helps me just understand a little more especially when I feel like a lot of things happen with like being in a relationship for the first time, I don't understand things. Like I talked to you the other day about something mm. that I was like, I don't know what's happening. And I was freaking out. But you going through it already and like other friends and even like my mom or whoever it may be who have gone through it. Like you guys let me know that it's normal and that it's okay when I feel crazy. And I feel like it's so not normal for me to be feeling these things. And I feel like it's bad. No, I've felt the same way where... Before, when things would happen, I wouldn't tell anyone because I didn't want people to like, think something weird or whatever. But then now I'm more – I love hearing what people have to say because so many people also go through it. Mm-hmm. So when before when your mom tells you about like, oh, yeah, like well, when my first breakup or blah, 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 mm-hmm. you're like, I don't want to hear about it. But then you actually can picture you in, them sh- in their shoes mm-hmm. and you realize they've experienced this. Like mm-hmm. what can I learn from that? Mm-hmm. So I think that's something that's really cool for sure. But change is hard because as much as I'd love to be like, oh, I just kind of embrace it. Like it's I still struggle with it so mm-hmm. much. But – it is cool knowing like if I've gotten through change before, I can get through it again. And also what's weird is sometimes I look back and I don't even, it's not like, there's very few times I feel like in my life, my, keeping aside a breakup or a huge event like that, most of the change, I feel like I don't notice till I look back and I realize, oh, I'm in a different chapter of my life now. Mm-hmm. Like now, I Ash, um, Taryn and I were talking the other night, we were having a roomy night and I was like, isn't it crazy thinking Right now, it feels like the rest of our lives is here. But in reality, we may only live together for two years, mm-hmm. like two short years. Like mm-hmm. we have no idea. Like one of us is going to get booed up soon. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like a lot will change. And it's so weird because when you look back, I get so nostalgic being like, oh, it was only three years in our apartment. Like, why didn't I live it up more then? where now it's like I'm that's the same thing right now, mm-hmm. you know? So I feel like a lot of change for me. I'll look back and I'm, I realize how much it happened mm-hmm. without even like intentionally thinking, oh, I'm going to everything's going to change. Yeah, I feel like any any big thing for the most part, unless it's something big like a move or a breakup, mm-hmm. it's like you don't recognize anything's even happening. You're yeah. just like rolling with the punches and you're just adapting to whatever's happening. That's so true. I never thought about that. I think my biggest advice for anyone who's having a huge change moment, whether they're going to college, whether they're going through a breakup, whether they're moving across the country or whatever it is, or friendship breakup is I don't know why I would not talk to people about stuff where now I've realized how it helps so much just to like your feelings are so valid, Mm -hmm. bringing it back to season one. Mm -hmm. It may not seem like a big deal to you or you're thinking, oh, other people have it worse or there's other things going on, but truly it's a big deal to move. Like even you being like, oh no, I'm fine. Like, no, like moving is huge, but it's like, it's a normal thing that people go through even. um, Oh my God. There's so many things that I feel like are so normalized by society of just even like going to college, but then you feel stupid for crying and it being a big deal. And I'm like, no, that's a huge change. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think just being open about how you feel and stuff and talking to people, honestly, like, or just realizing that it's not a big deal. I think that's where something that I wish I, going through specifically my breakup, I'm like, I didn't talk to anyone. I was like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Because I did not want to like talk about it. Yeah, I fully agree. I think it's just like leaning on your support system. And then if you are going through something, yeah, like I think recognizing, I feel like for me, I always just like uh, belittle things Mm -hmm. where if I'm feeling a certain way, I either think I'm being crazy Mm -hmm. and I try to talk myself out of it or I'm like, oh, it's not a big deal. When to me, it is a big deal. Yeah. And so often I'll like 
I'll look to you. I'll look to a lot of close friends and be like, am I being crazy? Like, I need to know. 99% of the time, people are like, no, that's so normal. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't have known had I not reached out to people. If I hadn't reached out, I would have just kept going psycho in my head being like, no, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Which is where the whole, like, blow up thing happens where you're just like condensing and like compressing everything inside of you and then you just explode because you just are keeping so much inside and bottling it up completely I also would add that I low-key even though it's hard when you're going through it I do love the idea of change and things happening because I just remember even after my breakup I'm not even kidding I just knew something was happening with my life and that's when YouTube took over so it's Mm. so crazy like think of what's I feel like everything really does happen for a a reason and um, you never know what's going to come out from the other side of it all. So mm-hmm. that's my little last tidbit to add. I think it's perfect. Well, thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of Pretty Basic. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, comment <laughs> <laughs> on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you listen to your podcast. <laughs> You're so cute. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>